You're listening to She Well Read. Get ready to be part of a community that is dedicated to helping you become the most well-read version of yourself through reading. On this show, we hope to bring people together through shared experiences and provide a platform that promotes reading as a source of self-care while increasing your knowledge on various topics. Thanks for being here and let's get on to the show. Um, I too will never be over them canceling Zoe 101. Like, I feel like that mm. was, it was like a cultural, like everybody was like, wait, what? They canceled Zoe 101? It was just for such a scandalous reason. Like, Right, the reason was even more scandalous. Because she was on a kid's show and she's having sex. Like, Zendaya wasn't doing that. Miley Cyrus wasn't. I mean, they probably all were. You know what I mean? Right. Like, now we know they were all doing, like, coke in the bathrooms before their shows. And, like, Demi Lovato was doing fucking, like, hard drugs. Hard shit sheesh like watching her documentary i was like i would have never been able to tell by like the goody two shoes happy go lucky type of independent strong woman you usually play on your in your roles and stuff with disney i mean right like sunny with a chance sunny (laughs) that's not funny it's not funny but you know um Teen stars have a whole different type of, like, set of problems. I can't imagine, so. They really do. Also, welcome back to another episode of She Well Read. I'm Alana. I'm Samra. <laughs> um, you caught us talking shit per usual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some pop culture. We, we were going down a rabbit hole at the moment, so I don't even remember how we got to something. Oh, because I said, mm-hmm. are you ready? <laughs> to start recording such a good intro song i mean come on the intros from another thing we don't have good intros to shows anymore like let's talk about it rare because no one's doing it like like hillary duff raven simone or even like the nanny the nanny Fran Drescher, she was working at a bridal shop in Flushing, Queens, when her boyfriend kicked her out in one of those crushing scenes. Do, 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 was she to do? Like, I never watched it, but that's great. That's, I mean, I'm already hooked. Wait, wait. Yeah. You never watched the I never watched it. Is that the one with the lady with all the cute outfits? Right, which is why I'm like, she was like a fashion icon in the 90s. Yeah, um, yeah, like I was every watching. Outfit, every outfit on that show. She be, I see this, I see the fit pics. Like, people love Fran. That's her name. I right? am people. Yes, Fran Drescher. <laughs> oh, you did just say that? <laughs> she seems like a firecracker. Like, every, like, clip I've seen, I'm like, okay, buddy. But no, no you I've would literally, you would literally love the nanny. Do you have HBO Max? No, but... Um, I can figure something out. Because <laughs> it's definitely on HBO Max, like all of the seasons. Okay. I'll talk it's to something, somebody. I'll talk she to said people. I'm talk, she said my people talk to your people. <laughs> <laughs> but it's something watch. I had started like watching it from the beginning and it was just still so like funny and like relevant and just like one of those good it. 
feel good shows from back in the day like mm-hmm. where people had intros and like we still remember those intros and Fresh we can still sing in west philadelphia born and raised on the like people don't invest mm. in these projects anymore like whether it's music or tv or, or movies. movies did you see the she hulk trailer by chance i did in fact see the she hulk i feel like they picked the perfect girl to play her but i was very shocked at the um quality i guess of the, the animated people the cgi of it all Cause damn, I was like, am I watching a 2014, um, <laughs> like what is that? DreamWorks picture? Um, not DreamWorks, not well, Shrek. Is, I was like, is this the Marvel that I know and love? Here's the thing, which is very controversial right now, because I don't know if you've seen that Marvel came out like at the Comic-Con a couple weeks ago, um, all of phase five and all of phase six of like the the future of marvel basically like everything that's getting released from like disney plus shows to movies oh no because you know any of that Mm -mm. yeah because you know nowadays like you have to watch the disney plus shows too in conjunction with the movies to understand what's going on and there's a lot of kickback where it's like oh this is just a money grab and like everything's getting released like back to back like it's really it's gonna be really fast um hmm there's going to be, like, two new big Avengers movies. But here's the thing that what? people forget about Marvel. This is all based on comics. You know how many comic books they had back in the day? Like, they can keep this running for a while. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's really just, like, remaking the... That's all they're doing is remaking all of the comics. Like, She-Hulk, the Marvels. Like, this isn't stuff where it's, like, they have to come up with stuff. Which is so just genius of Disney to pick up Marvel like this and just base everything off of the comics. Yeah. Which they do steer away from the comics like slightly on some things to make it make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so like that is also kind of the fun of it. It's like for the people who have read the comics, it's like you kind of know what's going on, but not really because they like switch some stuff up. Uh, but we were like, oh, it's just a money grab. And I'm like, no, they just have a lot of fucking content. They can I think people really, especially if it's like a Twitter situation, like I feel, and I do this all the time too, and I'm trying to get better, but (laughs) you just like, you see like an eighth of the big total picture and you're just like, judge, you just judge it immediately. (laughs) So... I can see how people think it it could be a money grab for sure because it, I mean I just kind of got like worn out. <clears throat> Hello. <laughs> um but but yeah, I just kind of got tired of like keeping up with all the storylines because it did get so windy mm-hmm. and and then they they did start breaking out into different little like TV shows and stuff and I just was like um you know, I'm just not as passionate about it as I once was back when, like, the first Iron Man came out and we were in that era of Marvel. Right, like phase one. Yeah, phase one, right. So, um, yeah, that's interesting, though. I get the perspectives, but 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And I think that I do agree that everything seems like it's coming a little fast. And like you said, the quality has gone down. Then like you look at some of the earlier movies and then some of the stuff that they've been putting out now. And it's just like not up to par with what we're used to. And I think it's really, it's like, it's not the quality. Well, some of it is the quality of the content. Because some of those Disney Plus shows, I'm like, I could have lived without this. But again, it's that thing of there's so many plot lines that they have to, or that they feel like they have to tell to make it based off of the comics, that that's why they had to have the Disney Plus shows, because all of those being movies didn't make sense. But having them be like 30 minute, you know, episodes where you can like slowly go through it made a lot more sense. And economically, clearly it's helping them. So... The thing I'm a ride or die Marvel fan at this point. Like Marvel has have has me in a chokehold. Has the whole <laughs> family in a chokehold. We are a Marvel family. So you yeah, said I'm here, I'm here for all the shows. I'm here for all the shows. I already got the Disney Plus. So right, I do not watch it. Right, and that's the thing. It's like in which is such the mouse is a genius because <laughs> because. The way that it brings my family together, like that's our Super Bowl. Um, like, and that's that's that's, that's, the, nice. that's the point of Disney. Like they're trying to bring families together and like they're succeeding. Um, wow. It's a thing. So it's kind of a beautiful thing. And it's like bringing all these people together. The nerds are having a field day. No, I love it. I love anything that people can get hype about. Right. We love a good hype. Uh, <laughs> speaking right. of a hype i'm hype because i finally figured out what i'm gonna do with my freaking house in terms <laughs> of design and decor not the design and the decor the two d's <laughs> the two d's we've built um, the foundation right right we bought the house to make it a home right because i'm like, low-key, I've gotten used to just not having, like, a lot of decorations and stuff. Yeah. Uh, just because life. And I'm like, bitch, you have a house. Like, let's just, let's be happy about that for Let's sit down and just let's pat ourselves on the back before doing everything at once. Right, because I have so many, like, little projects that I want to do, like, renovations and, like, maintenance and upkeep things that I have to do in order to do those renovations. And it just, like, it gets to be a lot. Um, and I think my anxiety has been just really stressed out because of like the thought of it all. And yeah. I keep telling myself, just like take it like by room and section by section, which is like easier said than done when you can see the bigger picture of things. And it's like, you want to get there. I know. I know so, what you mean. Yeah. But Pinterest is about to be my best friend because I'm going to section it out room by okay. room. And just take it, what Jordan Sparks said, my favorite quote nowadays. One step at a time. There's no need to rush. Yes. She's really in her bag. It's gonna happen when it's supposed to happen. If you find a reason why. One step at a time. The She Will Red Choir. We need some practice. Uh, <laughs> okay, bars. Um, 
It's called Whistle Tones. No, Whistle Tones. Not Doremi <laughs> Pasta Latido. <laughs> Remy, bitch. Okay. Um, but no, I think that's a great, I think that's a great point of like, first of all, patting yourself on the back. You did accomplish this huge milestone at 24. Now you're year 25. You're trying to do a little more, but not too much because not you did just though. tell me like you've got school starting in a few weeks and you're about to start producing a whole nother podcast, which first of all, guys, let's all give Lana a big round of applause. Okay. She's, in her, she's in her production bag and I'm just proud of you for like staying consistent with this because I know it's something you want your career to look like eventually. So like, again, taking it room by room, baby steps. I like like that's that's how you're supposed to do things. I feel like, right. you know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. if you try to do it all at once, like it's really not going to turn out that well. Yeah, it's too much. It's like I'd rather focus on one thing and do it completely right than spread myself super thin and then like half-ass everything because right. you know we have said on this podcast before we we're kind of a little bit we have a tendency to be perfectionists and try to do the most <laughs> we love the most um living the most we do enjoy being around the most so we have to sometimes just be like Passing is okay, you know? Mm, it's right. okay to just glide glide by. Right. Being average in some areas, that's okay. You can't win them all. Right. You can't perfect it all. Like, it's just unrealistic, like, yeah. in life period. Um, But, no, I'm really excited about everything to come, everything that's going on. And yeah, so let's get into it. So actually, I'm not even talking more. I'm gonna let you go. Girl, damn. Okay. <laughs> Under pressure. <laughs> okay. Um, Today, we're going to be talking about this new episode, new show, I guess I should say. This summer, I turned pretty. I don't know if anyone's heard of this series. But is it on? I think it's on Hulu. On Amazon Prime. Oh, it's on Amazon Prime. <laughs> if y'all have ever, I don't know if y'all heard about it. I feel like it was on TikTok heavy a few weeks ago. Um, But I was so excited to see they're turning this into a show. It used to be a book or it's, you know, still a book. But I remember reading it and loving it like a lot more than I thought I would when I picked it up back maybe say like eighth grade. So I think I was like maybe ooh, 13, 13 or so when I picked this book up at the library. and uh, the library. Good old library. And I really just solely picked it up for the title because – I felt like a little bit of an ugly duckling at this time in my life. And so seeing the title, like the summer I turned pretty, I was like, okay, my summer, where's my summer at? And I just kind yes, of was no. like, yeah, I was like, I want to read this story because, you know, I'm manifesting my pretty summer. Pretty and, girl summer. Uh. Yeah, it was the original hot girl summer was... <laughs> 
Pretty Girl Summer. <laughs> she was the Pretty Girl Summer. And it was about like um, this girl who vacationed at a beach house every summer with another family. And there was like a lot of good themes in it. Like she was kind of, um, I guess you could say like, not as well off as the family that they stayed with every summer. Cause obviously like they had the beach house as well as like the other house and they were just able to like splurge on nicer clothes and different things that made her feel kind of like, I guess maybe less than in a way. And like, she couldn't keep up with things I guess she felt a little insecure about that and I definitely related to that theme growing up in Hoover where it is kind of like a wealthier community especially the friends that I had growing up was definitely like okay like you know like we're going to my friend's lake house this weekend it wasn't like my lake house so I was always like the friend coming over and there is that like you know interesting dynamic of okay like I go to your place all the time but like you don't come to my place that much and I don't really want you to come over that much because I'm not really super proud of the things that are going on in my home because it was just tensions and just like this bad energy in my opinion and so I didn't even want to be there. I was trying to, I was trying to get out of the house. So that's why I'm like, okay, I'll come over. But then I'm the friend that's always coming over. And that's just kind of like a thing, you know, it's something that you feel weird about. Yeah. And that was me. That was me. Yeah. It was like, I was always a friend, not only that came over, but like needed a ride. Mm. Uh, because. Okay, right. Yeah. Yeah. At the time it was like middle school, even a high school for some of it. Uh, my mom was a single mom, so it wasn't like, oh, like she's picking me up after school. It was, I'm getting dropped off earlier than the school even opens. Like I'll be one of the first people there standing outside and I will be one of the last to leave unless I have a ride of some sort because my mom was big on not having me walk home. Period. Um, just because she just was like, this is not safe. <laughs> and I don't trust it at all. Yeah, uh, you so, got snatched up your cute self. Right? Uh, I'm too cute for that. Period. <laughs> and so usually, like, I had made some good friends where I, or, like, my mom kind of coordinated with those friends, like, when she, like, got to know them and their parents, like, we'd hang out all the time. Yeah. Uh, I would go with them after school. Like, and if they didn't have anything going on after school, we pretty much had similar schedules. And so mm -hmm. I'd go to their house, like, all the time. But I wouldn't really like you said, advertise, like, oh, let's go back to my place or something like that. Like, let's go hang out at my house just because they had, um, I guess you could say, like, more of a parental structure where it's, like, mom and dad are there and, like, mom's taking mm -hmm. his places or, like, dad's taking his places. Or we just kind of, like, roam around, did whatever. And, like, I don't know. It was just different. So I can definitely relate to something like that where it's just, like, and. Eh. Yeah, yeah, it's just like an interesting thing when you're young and you just don't have any control of the environment that you grow up in. And so right. some people 
are in a better position to like have friends over and some people are just not and nobody is ever usually like mean about it or anything but it is something you feel like in your deep soul like uh, <laughs> I feel shit like I hate it. and I think I'm it sorry I have to ask anxiety. for a ride yeah for yeah. sure I was like very much triggered by that type of thing because I wanted to be like carefree and like yeah come over to my house but my you know parents are like strict and they're not gonna let us have the type of fun that my friend is trying to have and like she has a cool dad cool mom like they're just like Mm -hmm. yeah y'all can just hang out go to the movies whatever who cares you need money let me get you food you know so it's just like such like a stark contrast and anyway so that was one theme that I related to in that book um but another one was just kind of like the romantic romanticization romanticization it was just like romanticizing like having boys like have a crush on you yeah because that was something that i was like craving at that time was like just attention to be honest and like someone who I really had a crush on liking me back like after all this time like them finally seeing the real me like that was just such like that's all I could ever want at that time Um, not Justin Bieber I just need somebody to love and I was a big (laughs) Justin Bieber fan so like right up my alley and um Yeah, anyway, the book is kind of crazy because she goes from, like, not being looked at at all, like, in a sexual way, and that's, like, she's always had a crush on, which it's kind of weird in some scenarios because they all grew up around each other, but it's, like, her and then two boys, and at a certain age, the boys are, like, everyone's going through puberty and they're still like play fighting and stuff. And it just kind of got like weirdly like sexual. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just like, it was a little like raunchy. Like there were some raunchier parts to the point where I think that's like kept me going through the book. Cause I just like was shocked. I was like, Oh, like this seemed like all like, innocent and sweet like in the beginning but then she you know starts having these like sexual experiences romantic experiences and she's like just trying to figure things out and making mistakes along the way and so it's just like she starts maturing really quickly and and the book matures as well and it's a trilogy so like once like you'll They'll leave for an entire year, and then the book will pick up the next summer. Oh, interesting. So you get, like, you get, like, to see them grow up through high school and then a little bit of college. And Mm -hmm. then it takes you even further, which I appreciated because... I personally hate when they, like, end on a cliffhanger and you have to, like, just you know, figure out the the rest or, you know, it's up to your imagination. Like, I know that's like cute, but I want to know what happened, 
one year later. I want to know what happened five years later. I want to check in with them 40 years later. What's everyone up to? Like, I'm invested in this person, this fake fictional character at this point. That's like, uh, that's like when I read the last song and then watched the movie of the last song. It was two totally different endings. Like, oh, the ending. I remember, Dan. So the ending in the last song in the book, it showed like years later mm-hmm. of like them coming back to each other. But then in the movie, it just shows her like leaving and you're kind of left with kind of that what you were talking about, that mystery of like, oh, what happened after she left? Did they keep in touch? Did they stay together? Like whatever, whatever. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I'm with you on that. Like, I want to know what their grandchildren are like like what right like how in the notebook you can like they go back and forth and like you get to see like oh, okay like we've it's like skip the boring parts and just give me all the shit like the big stuff that I you know it's like the drama like I want the drama and anyway this book just kept giving me the drama and the tea and it was a very back and forth like she was between two like love triangle type of situation and both of the boys that she grew up with ended up like falling in love with her and i guess this is i should have said spoiler alert a long (laughs) time ago i would drop it in the description spoiler alert (laughs) okay great okay so anyway but that was the book experience for me i really like wish i remembered details of like what specifically i liked about it and all that stuff but i just remember it being like a nice little summer read and so Mm -hmm. i was excited for this series i was like okay like what are the odds right but tell me why I watched the first episode and it was giving like teeny bopper Disney Channel romance. Like, it was, I don't know. It's, I feel like maybe I should give it another go, but me and my boyfriend looked at each other like, we didn't want to watch the next episode. Usually we're <laughs> like, we're excited to watch. Like, usually we're like, four episodes in like we should have fell fallen asleep you know like we should have went to bed you know what I mean but we're still up watching this show because we're addicted but this just wasn't that for me yeah yeah unfortunately but I don't know I hope it's appealing to like a younger audience I guess yeah maybe so and I feel like there is that element of strictly appealing to a younger audience for that type of read yeah versus like i don't know like never have i ever on netflix which is so good but she's in high school so it's like i can't really relate to i mean i can to an extent because i went through it but like current times yeah it's not you know relevant to my life anymore but it's still a really good show um and i think i feel like i'm having deja vu i'm pretty sure i said that already before um but yeah so i feel like shows like that it's like it's kind of that thing where you kind of like grow out of it like there's still some like YA books and like movies and shows that i too would you know get into heavy right then there's stuff where it's just like yes yeah and i feel like honestly i feel like sometimes the books are just better you know always the book is always better 
Yeah, there's there's like one instance where this holes the movie was really good. Like it it was up there. Oh yeah, okay. So adaptations that were really Harry Potter is up there for me too. Okay, fair. Yeah, there's a few that like they did a good job. Even the Notebook, I think they did a great job. And the last song, they did a good job. It was just the ending that I wasn't that big of a fan of. Uh, And the thing about watching stuff that you've already read about, so you already know what's going to happen, is you already have these high expectations because you could, you visualize it in your head while you were reading. And now like seeing it on the screen, it's like, how much is that going to match up to your expectation of what you were thinking in your head? I think it's another thing. Yeah, and I think that's why Harry Potter did a good job of like, so much of it was like, it was hard for me to visualize Harry Potter in the when I was reading the books because they're so dense mm-hmm. that it was like personally hard for me to create the world mm-hmm. because I would like forget about one area or like just seeing each like location. They did such a good job with making like for example the um the stairs in hogwarts where they like changed where they move so that in the book i could never figure that out in my head of like what does that even look like (laughs) but to see it in the movie i was like oh this is sick and just seeing each little area it just it was really great they did a great job on that but harry potter is in my top five of movie series that i like really fucked with and like will still watch to this day. Like, if somebody tells me they haven't watched Harry Potter, I will watch it with you from the beginning to the end. See, I don't have that dedication. But <laughs> I I don't know why I just don't share the same love with, as everyone else with the Harry Potter series. I love the Harry Potter series, but I just don't, like, want to watch it all the time. Yeah, and that's the thing. I don't, like, watch it. It's controversial. <laughs> no, but every time I used to go in your dorm at college... You were watching Harry Potter. I was like, how? I wasn't really watching it. I was taking a nap. <laughs> you loved was a nap to Harry Potter. <laughs> on TV, I knew when I woke up, Harry Potter would still be on. And so um, I could, like, catch up and pick up on, like, the parts that I liked. And be like, oh, yeah, I love this scene or whatever. That's so uh, funny it's a yeah. great nap series <laughs> <laughs> it is though it is especially with her milana's thing this was her trifecta like <laughs> a freezing cold igloo type of room like you're mm. you have to be under the blanket second of all it's raining mm. third harry potter marathon on free form She's going to be out the whole weekend. <laughs> like, she will be napping. I'm in hibernation. <laughs> <laughs> now you're reading me. Uh, <laughs> that was it. That was it. I was like, she's going to forget something. Make some shit up. No, but that was it. No, um, facts. Facts. This is what happens when you're friends for almost 10 years at this point. It's crazy, right? Yeah. I don't even feel 10 years old. I know. Um, what else was I going to say? I was going to add something, but now it's lit my mind. Um, this is very off topic, <laughs> like not even in the realm of topic. But heads up to all the girlies out there, and I mean just anyone. But I heard 
on my little favorite news podcast, The Newsworthy, that the prices of flight are about to be like historic low in uh-huh. the months of August and September. Okay. So if you plan on catching a flight I do. anytime like soon or after that, I do. buy your ticket now. I will be. It's done. Thanks for saying that. This is Lana's. You just need to have a little segment of like deals of the of the week. Okay. Yeah. Savings tips with Lana because the way this she is the queen of budgeting, of couponing. She can give you all the latest info on who's having a sale, when they're having it, what code to use. She gonna get you right, okay? I literally got two free packs of 12-count waters this morning. For what? It's this company. It's like black water or something. It's supposed to, The water itself is supposed to be like filled with all of this good shit. It's supposed to be good for like working out and whatever. Okay. But they're having free shipping right now on all orders. And I had a code for a free 12-pack. So I got two because <sighs> I used two different emails. Oh, I mean, as you should, though. Scam. (laughs) Which, I mean, if I like it, then I'm going to buy some more. So I feel like less of a scam and more of a, you know. Speaking of scams, y'all. I was about to say, speaking of scams. Budgeting tip from Samra. um, The scammers are out. (laughs) The scammers are on 10. They're on 100 this afternoon this evening this whole month i don't know what's going on lana says it's because it's a recession which that's probably true honestly but i have been having so many experiences with people reaching out to me trying to like trick me into like somehow giving them money some sort of way, some sort of how. And usually <laughs> it'll be like under the guise of like influencing or modeling or I mean, in general though, you can get scammed at the club. We um we basically got not not almost basically. We got motherfucking we scammed at the motherfucking club for my birthday. We went out. Bartender told us her Venmo, her, her cash, cash app, app, I guess, to be. It was a fake. It was like she said it was the club's cash app when really it was a fake cash app that she made. It was a whole mess. Like bitches and niggas, everyone. We're all, everyone's out for themselves out here. And I just have to say, be very careful of giving your information to anyone because. Mm-hmm. Or just like trusting them because we really, we were like, why? I mean, we just didn't even think to. We didn't think, we think twice. To think twice. As, uh, we were also drunk. Um, you know, liquid courage. We were at the club. So like, I mean, <laughs> right. I don't know what y'all thought. But you can scam drunk people so easily. Mm-hmm. So if you y'all are at the club, me. please be careful. If someone's trying to tell you Come to like. Come up on you. Yes, yeah, it's money. really the crazy thing is I just did a whole freaking corporate training like before that happened. I mean, it was after, but it was like the signs of the scam is like they're trying to make you feel like you have to do something quick. Yeah, like, right now. Yeah, that's how you catch then, uh, Yeah, but literally, I was taking a walk, literally, like yesterday, mm-hmm. and there was this guy. Like I had my AirPods in, 
And there was this guy, there were some people playing soccer and he had like wandered off and like I had noticed him because he had on a bright red shirt. And so like I had seen him a couple of times like while I was walking the track. But then he started to approach me. Hello. And I didn't want to seem like scared or anything. But I was just kind of ignoring him, like, why are you, like, coming my way? And I had my AirPods on pretty loud, which is, like, you're not supposed to do. So I, like, I turned them down. And, like, what what I could hear, what he was trying to, like, ask me, I think he was trying to say, like, oh, I need money for something. Like, do you have cash? And I can cash up it back to you. Hello? I didn't even know what he was asking for, but I just, like, straight up ignored him. Luckily, there was a family friend who just so happened to be at the park at the same time that I was. So I felt a little bit more safe, but it was scary. No, that is scary. Like, I had gone, yeah, it was like the evening. It was like seven o'clock because that's when it's like the least hot outside because the sun is going down. So that's when I've been trying to take my walk. So I'm not like dying. about to pass out, dying, right? And so, yeah, it was just really uncomfortable and like, Luckily, he didn't, like, get too close to me, but, like, I definitely kept a watchful eye. As um, you should. So, yeah. I gotta start checking crazy. your location around 7 o'clock. Please, dude. If it says I'm in a ditch, help. <laughs> I gotta start checking. Because the way I would not check. No, that's what. Y'all be calling me crazy and stalker, but that's why I be checking y'all's location around the clock. I mean, if anything good. looks suspicious, I would be like, oh, what you doing? Hello? No, Hello? That's, that's great. We got to look out for each other out here. I'll say that. And I hate a woman that is trying to get over on another woman. Why? We're already the, like, Bum I don't want to call us the weaker species, but physically, like, we're not usually as strong as men. And, um... So we have to look out for each other because they're not going to do it. At least I'm not going to rely on them doing it because because why? Why would I do that? Right, right. So anywho, all that to say, be safe out here, y'all. It's uh, scary, but... It's scammer season. It's scammer season. That's literally what I'm titling this episode. It's going to be called scammer season. On God. We're writing it down right now so i'm praying for our audience and i hope that you pray for your immediate audience <laughs> yes <laughs> um so now during our countdown we're gonna cut to a clip that sandra has chosen of one of her favorite moments from the show tune enjoy. in enjoy get to work get to work <laughs> Oh, Lord. No, All right. no, but yeah, we can get into it. Yeah, but this day, okay, Samra, you know what to do. All right, guys. Chapter 14 is called A Seat at the Table. Wait, am I on the wrong chapter? You are. Ah, oh, shit. I was like, this <laughs> is giving me deja vu. We are definitely on chapter 15. Sheesh. Okay. <laughs> okay, guys, it's chapter 15. <laughs> I'm keeping that in just because it was funny. I was literally about to say, just please edit that part out. Um, okay. Anyway, it's the, called the New World Order, which is pretty big. It sounds yeah, big. Yeah, it does. And um, the quote is, an artist's duty, as far as I'm concerned, is to reflect the times. And that's Nina Simone. So 
I, I thought that was really cool. I was like, not in a Simone being a dictionary, but like, she really hit the nail on the head. Yeah, I really like how all the quotes really do describe what we're about to read in the chapter. I don't know if I've ever mentioned that. I mean, it's doing it's mm. it's giving what it's supposed to give is what I'm saying. I agree. The quote understood the assignment. Nina Simone, mm-hmm. she understood the assignment. Listen, Tay Money, when are we getting the song? Because I tried to look it up today on the <laughs> Spotify when it was stuck in my head. Uh-huh. The, I understood the assignment. She understood the assignment or whatever from TikTok. Yeah. And I couldn't find it on Spotify. So I would like to know when uh-huh. we're getting the assignment. So anywho, that's at Tay Money. I'm looking, um, at this, I'm looking at this song. It's called High School. Did you see it? What song? Oh, it's on Genius, girl. Well, like it's only the it's only the snippet of the lyrics from TikTok. That's it. No, because she released right. a snippet on TikTok. That's why it's a sound right now. The oh. way Elaine came stunting into her first day at Teen Vogue. Oh, therefore. Like she got her butterscotch bodycon dress from Zara. I mean, the way she pulled shit out of the air for that wedding thing that she went to. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm not surprised. Rihanna. Rihanna, my bad. That's the least she could do for the first day of work. (laughs) (laughs) Zara dress. The way she goes above and beyond. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. But, you know, she talks about how the work environment was not the same as it was at Glamour. Oh, yeah. Vogue is like, it seems like really uptight. Yeah. Like preppy vibes. Like Mm -hmm. we're at Vogue. Like things are different here vibes. Yeah. Like I'm better than you vibes. Mm -hmm. Like there's a stick up your butt vibes. Yeah. Yeah. She's saying like nobody really, everybody's like hushed whispering in the office. Elaine's like dreaming of playing music from her speakers on her computer in her office like little things you know that she's like I wish it could be more like this or more like my last workplace at Glamour or more like my first place at wherever she was Essence uh not me forgetting not you forgetting Ebony Ebony Ebony, not Essence Essence was like seemed wrong yeah Ebony Ebony yeah good old ebony i'm sorry ebony um but yeah and so she gosh now that i I understood the assignment it's stuck in my head um not take money (laughs) not take money uh so she gets a corner office big girl boss moves she gets a whole like water jug thing that even though she says it's an eyesore she's like but it's a status symbol so i'm gonna keep it I literally cannot imagine what she means. Is it like when she says water fountain, is it like one of those old things that where you get a cup and you put it there? And yep. It's like, and it's like the blue jug that the, you have to like replace when it's empty. Yeah. yeah okay. Because I was thinking like a physical like push and the water comes mm-hmm. out. And I was like, how is that in her office? Yeah. At first, that's what I thought it was until I kept reading and I was like, oh. Never mind. Girl, Yikes. I never figured that out. I was, just now is when I figured it out. Just now is when it all clicked, when it those, all happened. Oh, this big plot. Got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, those were cool. As a kid, I was all up on those. I was like, <laughs> I'll take another one. 
I was like, right. I felt like shots. It was like <laughs> fun to me. Water shots. It was water shots. Damn. TBT. Yeah. But anyway. then it's like it's all glitter and glamour, and then budget cuts. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, Which at I first, like, I well, I wanted to say I liked that she came in like with her little idea of who she wanted to be also yeah yeah she came in with her little big not her little big hair her (laughs) huge hair Mm -hmm. and that's just unlike what you see at vogue and i feel like in a lot of corporate settings like the black girl is expected to like get a blowout and like look more tame and put together that part so the fact that elaine i felt like it almost represents her growth in a mm-hmm. sense, because yeah. I feel like at the last, like even at the interview, she put her hair up in a bun and like she just, I get that for the interview. Like you just don't want to take your chances. Right. But she got the job and she knows what she's doing and she's confident. And she decided like, like how Nina Simone said it reflects the times, like the times were about to change. And she's right. like kind of signifying that in the way she's wearing her hair, like natural and free and loose and not mm-hmm. so buttoned up right yeah I really enjoyed seeing that too and that that transition that you talk about and it, she even talks about in this chapter I can't I don't know if I'm jumping ahead right now but how yeah uh, I may have jumped ahead uh it's okay if you did but how well okay I think it's budget cuts and then I'll jump to the point that I'm trying to make right now so budget cuts I was afraid that she was about to say and then I was laid off and I was about to be like all of this just to get laid off oh would have been terrible because she kind of that's why she didn't take the job in the first place right right but it was just like little things like more luxury items that you expect to get in a position like this, which like I feel better I feel like is better than losing your job potentially, you know? Oh, for sure. I'd much rather have like an income than like a water jug. <laughs> right. Right. Like where are my priorities? No, but it's right. cool if you have it. And yeah, like I think she mentioned like town cars and Mm -hmm. just more just like extra spending money from work things like that like that is kind of fun right and it's like now and it's almost like you've worked for it once you get to that type of position like you've climbed the ladder to where now you get to enjoy these things yeah because she was not slaving away (laughs) baby okay okay guys We'll just wait. We'll wait on that one. <laughs> but it's funny I alluded to it. It's really funny you did because yikes. Yikes uh, is right. And that just goes to show you things that we it, can talk about later. Yeah. <laughs> but anywho, <laughs> she uh, she talks about these budget cuts, but then she then goes into, and let me like actually open the book so I'm not like jumping ahead when I have it right in front of me. I think we're on 196. That's where I just turned to. I think we are on 196. Wow. Uh, And she talks about her transition of her hair, which we've been talking about. Um, And she makes it her staple. And she says even over the next 
the course of the next two years, I dyed my hair green, bleached it blonde. Then she chopped it all off for the first time ever. And she wanted to shed anything that mm. felt like a security blanket. I was like, ooh. Mm, that's real talk. Because the way black women care about our hair, like it is God. Like if it's if it's God not herself. done, we're not going anywhere. I was just about to say, if mine is not done, I'm not going. I'm not leaving the crib. I will put a hat on. We will do whatever the fuck we have to do. Turban. We'll do whatever. Yeah. Because but... it's a lot of damn work. Like even today, Autumn asked me, she was like, so when are you taking your hair out? Because I've been talking about it for some days now. Like, I've been like, yeah, I'm going to take it out this weekend. That was this past weekend. It's still in my hair and it's about to be the next weekend. And I was like, yeah, probably when I have like three hours to dedicate to it. And I actually have the energy because it's not just cutting it all out. It's like dealing with what's underneath. And Mm -hmm. it is a process. And sometimes it's an expensive process. Yeah, which is why, like, you know, everybody, you know, we've always talked about how everybody's like, I want to go natural, I want to go natural. And I'm like, honestly, sometimes I feel like being relaxed is a lot less work than being natural. Welcome back. We're back. Hope you enjoyed that clip. Make sure you go tune in to that episode. Will be linked in the description or honestly, it's it's out there. We'll We'll put the title on there. But yeah, get ready for next week. Just some housekeeping things that I forgot to do at the top of the episode. Follow us, subscribe, rate, review, all of the things. Uh, Remember the tit. Don't forget the tit. Which, if you're new here or don't know what I'm talking about, that is TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Those are the platforms we're most active on. If you have any questions, business, anything, send it all to Sheila Reddick. Mm, I'm so used to the QA. I'm about to do it so quick. It's like ingrained in me. Ugh, I'm going to have to get over that. Shewellread at gmail.com. Period. That's the update. No more QA email. Don't send it there. It's going to bounce back. And yeah, tune into next week's episode. See you then. Bye. Bye.